Hey guys, welcome back to Community Cares. I'm Dave, I'm the Executive Director here at Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet. Oh, I'm Chaplain Chaz Blackburn and I'm the President and have the honor of serving on the Board of Directors for Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet and also get to be a co-host, have fun with this guy next to me, this crazy guy, Dave. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we're all about um, helping the community and growing as an organization. And the, the reason we grow, the reason we are focusing on growth is um, so then we can serve more people in need. Um, I, I think everyone knows that there's definitely some harder things happening in the world right now for a lot of individuals. So I, it, it, I, I hear it all the time that people are just having a hard time just being able to afford their groceries and stuff. So on this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the kind of resources that are around us uh, because I don't think we highlight that enough. Sure. Uh, but there's a lot of things uh, just in the shopping center, uh, the Green Beret Shopping Center. And uh, another thing I hear a lot of the time for Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet is, oh, you abandoned downtown Reno. Yeah, I hear that a lot too. And why don't we speak to that a little bit? Well, the building was condemned, originally owned by the county or the city. I think it was the city of Reno, actually. And, um, you know, there was uh, a gentleman who died on the roof and there was mold and it was just a mess. Um, but you know, that actually really helped us reinvent the vision of who we wanted to be in my opinion. Right. And so we relocated, had an awesome opportunity and this was before my time, before your time, I think. Right. Yeah. And so we actually are in the shopping center, um, where Sparks Christian Fellowship is. And there's a whole bunch that I'm sure you'll cover in a moment. Um, but we were able to get this beautiful space and it looks like a Bloomingdale's, you know, you can really, <laughs> you can really see. And by the way, just so everyone knows what this is, it's a piece of history. Now that we're talking about this, yeah. I'm just going to say, this is the articles of incorporation for our, us as a nonprofit from, let me, sh let me look here. Is there anything 1996. on there? Yeah, it's so cool. We were just looking Which it over so together. Which is so cool. It's a piece of history. I mean, we've been serving this community over 28 years. Is there anything on that? Do I need to blur it later? I don't think so. There's okay. really There's really nothing that could be used. I just uh, never know, no. man. No, but the original founders, uh, Kim's parents, and, and then the other couple, uh, forgive me, what was their name? Yeah, no, it, two couples that just really cared about the community and wanted to see the, the how couple. Um, it, yeah. They just wanted to see people being helped. So um, I, I know we've highlighted it uh, a few times on why Good Shepherd's Closed Closet started, but I always think that's a good um, thing to remember why we are where we are. Yeah. The people that have invested years into this organization. Yeah, and and so the vision kind of changed. I mean, it was always to clothe people, but when we moved here to this new location, because before it was more of like a warehousey feel at this shelter. This is like you go to a Bloomingdale's or a nice Macy's or a boutique store. I mean, there's beautiful flooring. It's clean. It's well lit. There's nice racks and, and shoe uh, shelves. <laughs> And it's just a beautiful thing, and it really is an experience. It's not just getting clothes. It's hope and dignity. And uh, I just think it's beautiful how we've, you know, we kind of read. It, visions have to change and adapt as you go, and that's yeah. always hard for people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think some of the pushback we get as we're doing new things is, is that's not what we've done, and, and it's hard. But in this world that's changing, you have to adapt, and especially as needs grow, because lately, unfortunately, with the economy and, and things going on, people are hurting. 
Yeah. So yeah, downtown, uh, that was where we were for a long time. And even actually the city of Reno donated a large sum to help launch Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet. So um, we, that was obviously um, 96. That's almost 30 years ago now. Yeah, 28. <laughs> so, um, so the reality is, is uh, we wouldn't be around without that. But um, even with that large donation, uh, when it, with it launched, we, we always had that struggle as an organization. Okay, so we're just giving away clothes for free. We think it's it, it means something. We, we But how, what's that next phase? What's that next launch? So um, it was um, 18 months ago. Um, we kind of started talking about the micro closet expansion project, just having these ideas with the board. And then when Chas came on, brought him in on a lot of that, those kinds of things. And it's been evolving and changing and is not exactly um, what we thought it would. And it, people like Melina coming um, around us with the grant for the truck. Oh, huge. Um, and other people believing in that vision. And so um, you may be wondering, well, why do micro closet expansions? Why have um, smaller versions of Good Shepherd? Why not just go to Good Shepherd and make those things happen? Well, the idea is definitely to have that smaller version to help with instant basic needs and then have the full shopping experience still here, right? Well, you brought that completely full circle. That was awesome because when we talked about the people who were upset we moved from Reno, we, like your tagline, always want to meet people where they're at if possible, and not everybody can venture out into Sparks, and we serve all of northern Nevada, period. Yep. And so we want to have those locations, like our first one that we launched is Bristlecone, to help those struggling with addiction right. and recovery and you know meeting people where they're at. You know, There's some other ones we're looking at, some other um, shelters, I'll be very vague, maybe a senior center and some other great partners. But we have to, you know, we have to expand and adapt because not everybody is accessible to come down here. And it's it's a partnership. They can also still bring people down here to get right. that full shopping experience. But also when people are having a tough time and going through those different cycles of life, you know, there's going to be things that are present for them in that time of need. Well, in I mean, also a lot of people say, oh, it's the cares campus you guys don't or you guys aren't with them anymore right well the reality is is we are actually in contact with the cares campus about all sorts of different things and they have a van that actually comes up here several times a week yes so um for here uh it really is a one-stop resource hub that i wanted to talk about because there um we have the welfare office right here and that one's not normally super busy and uh, so a lot of people can come and get the the different resources they need there and the questions answered there um then we have partners with um silver summit molina anthem that come and table and share about what they're doing in the community and so then they can learn more about um medicaid medicaid yep. and um learn how how they can um be healthy um and then on top of that and and a lot of these partners will not just only just say hey you should just sign up for molina it's not that's not the only thing they say what they say is how can i help how how can i help you learn how to utilize your medicaid help um you because not everyone understands what's all included in a lot of those medicare no. medicaid packages i mean i work in hospice and we deal with a lot of medicaid and i couldn't even tell you all the benefits because there's so much to it it's very complex so to have those people 
not just on a computer screen, but actually accessible in person right. to answer those questions, it really helps make a difference. Yeah, our partners at Molina will definitely answer any questions you have um, or Silver Summit or Anthem, and we're, we're partnered with all of them. And the reason is, is because guess what? All of our clients have all sorts of different Medicaids when they come in here and they get the help they need. Well, and I love our back-to-school events that are, are yearly now where we have those partners come, and then we have all these resource tables here. And yeah. like last year, we had you know three, 400 families coming through. And when you see these families getting all the resources in one place, I think that you and I have talked, me as the president, you as the executive director, and on the board of directors, really our hearts and vision for Good Shepherd School's Closet and the board down the road is to help be that resource hub, like you're saying. Right. And really, you know, help unify and bring those nonprofits that sometimes wouldn't work together together so that we can further the cause for the community and be that heartbeat. Right. And and further than that, around here, um, I mean, so on Wednesdays specifically, um, the SCF, um, our, one of our partners, actually has their food bank, food pantry open on Wednesdays yeah. the same time we're open. So someone can get here, come here to the shopping center, whether it's on the VOA van or uh, another way, um, and you can come here, go to the welfare office, hit Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet and get the clothing you need. And then also go to the food pantry. So it really takes care of that person in all sorts of different ways. I love that. And get any literature they need for other resources that we have here in the store. And we are going to grow that in the future oh, as yeah. part of the vision um, to be that resource hub. But, yeah, I think it's amazing. Um, and it, it is important to, like our new logo, I think that's part of why we do that is that heart. We want to be the heart of the community and show that love and help you know bring everybody together. Here, you do the heart. I'll go like this. Okay. There we go. We, that's the logo. Oh, it didn't. It didn't oh, pop up. Okay, let's try again. See, you can't give a command, right? There, oh, there it is. That's that's logo. That's it, guys. It's about giving hope oh, and dignity to those in need. Amen. Um, Loving them, no matter where they're at, meeting them where they're at, and being the change that we want to see in the world. We've talked about it in a past episode, and uh, Mark brought up a great story about how uh, a gentleman just got out of prison and he came here, had literally nothing, no money, nothing. He had nothing. And so, um, he, he just needed some clean clothing. And so he was able to come in here, get the clean clothing, a belt. And we had volunteers that really care about these people that come in and set him up, that yeah. gentleman up. And, and we, we help all sorts of people. Uh, women's crossroads came in the other day, got nice. a whole set of clothing and uh, they were all set up and happy and thankful. And because the, the reality is guys, just because there are services out there doesn't mean that those people don't need help still. Yeah. And guys, it, it's not a crazy concept. I've had people push back on Good Shepherd because we don't sell the clothing. Oh, why don't you just sell it for cheap? Well, there, there's a lot of that out there already. There needs to be an option where that gentleman, just like my first day, that gentleman that came in in the month of February, all he needed was a blanket. And it was cold. He was living on the streets. All he needed was a blanket. And without Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet being open, he would not have gotten that blanket. Man. That's a lifeline for someone like that. That is a lifeline. Literally. And, you know, the, yeah, the shelters are, or the beds do get full at times. I know we just did a, a, a drive for Renown, which thank you to the community back, back in winter when we had that big storm. And it was overwhelming. I mean, they had 50, 60 extra boxes of clothing. Right. 
and uh, you know we're looking forward to uh, you know supporting Renown in different ways in the future possibly. But um, it it is a, such a huge need, and it can be a lifeline because sometimes after they discharge those patients, they have to go back out in the cold. They have nowhere to go. Nothing. And um, you know I've, the I've Caris had... campus was full at that storm. Yeah. And that's the reality. And there weren't enough warming centers. You have people like Lily Barron, who is running or was running for a Ward One. And at that time, you know, she is a part of an organization, I think, called Rise. And mm. they were looking for a warehouse for $10,000 for three months. And they were going to pay the owners just to have a warm place for the overflow wow. because the overflow was full. So it really, when you say it can be a lifeline, that is actually truly a true statement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can be that, you know, we get people in here who are struggling with mental health or just down on their luck yeah. and they get that, that positive experience. We greet them with a warm, you know, smile and yeah. we help and we wait on them and make them feel dignified and give them hope. Um, the child that's being bullied at school, giving them some new shoes sure. so that they can go and not feel so, you know, less than the, of their peers. Yeah. I mean, those, those, that saves lives. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Bullying is is such a big deal. And that's something I actually have written in uh, several sponsorship letters we send out is, guys, having clean clothes without holes in it <laughs> makes that child, that, that human being, feel clean, look clean, and be clean. Yeah. I mean, and I, I on that same episode that we did uh, a while ago uh, with Mark, um, we, we talked about um, how that, that gentleman at the, the church where I was presenting, he came up, he gave me a big hug. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. And he, he said, you helped me when no one else would. You helped me. Yeah. And I had everything I needed. Now I have a job because of that situation. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to thank you too, because uh, for those who don't know, uh, Dave is representing Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet with the new, uh, the faith portion of the Teen Suicide Prevention Coalition that's being formed, partnering with uh, the Great Basin Chaplain Corps, which we'll talk about as a resource a little bit later. Yeah. Um, and uh, some great uh, organizations like Young Life and Awaken. Um, that's what it's all about, is not just providing clothes. We fit in different niches, but it's about being a part of the solution and being a part of the community and working together, like you always say. Well, it, it, I mean, we always say that. And, and that's what it's all about is is us coming together and talking. <laughs> yeah. uh, us as, a, as organizations, as human beings, having conversations and then making those actions happen after having those conversations, right? Right. Because conversations are great. We could be talking all day like this. I know you and I are, are, are close. We could be talking just like this all day long. But the reality is, is there's some actions that need to take place. Yeah. Um, my, my, my checklist over there says I have actions. I need to take place. Take a deep breath. Right. Just one at a time, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but, but that action piece is so important because um, I, I, I know I've been guilty in the past just being a talker. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. And, but the reality is, is taking that action on those things, those ideas, um, really matters a lot and, and, and coming together with organizations, holding each other accountable. Hey, did you take that action? Did you make that thing happen? Did we make that thing happen? Are we working together? Are we making these (laughs) these dreams happen? Right. And is it sustainable after that? And I think it helps if you have a, a calling for it, right? Or if your heart's involved. Mm. And I look at our volunteers and they believe in it so much because they see the difference it makes. Oh, yeah. 
So we always have a term uh, passion into action because it's, it's, it's one thing to, you know, just do be a part of something you think is good, but to have a passion for it really drives through that action. And that's what gets the biggest results. And I love what you say about being sustainable because it's not just thinking, you know, how can I help this individual today? It's thinking big picture. How can we continue helping people in 10 years in a greater way? Right. And, you know, making that bigger impact. And that's what I love about us being so creative even though sometimes we get sidetracked, you know, it's about <laughs> casting that vision for the future. Right. And it's about being creative and making things happen and having the real resources in the area to, yeah. to help solve real issues. And, uh, we're not, we're not about just, we, uh, let me, let me take that back. We are about just helping people. Absolutely. We are about helping people, but we're also about empowering people for that next phase, that next step. Um, more than just here's some clean clothes. That's great. And if that's all that person needs in that moment, we will give them clean, clean clothes. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, we want to be able to encourage them for that next phase in life, whatever it's going to be, whether it's a, um, a, a job interview, whether it's, um, partnering with the Reno works program, being in the Reno works program and, um, getting skills and, and those kinds of things. They actually come in here, um, uh, we we schedule uh, the Reno Works program people to come in here and learn skills on how to hang clothing, on how to sort clothing, That's on so how awesome. to, yeah. and, and so it helps our nonprofit, but also helps them earn the back. skills they need. And 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 there's something about giving back. It makes them feel good and excited and encouraged as well to give back. Yeah, and we're we're partnering with AARP. They have a program where um, seniors come in here and learn skills on how to um, get that job that they're after. Right. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say it was such a good point because there's, you know, seniors are struggling and that is a big demographic we're starting to look towards. Um, you know, each year now we're participating in um, Older Americans Month in May and doing an event for City of Spark, City of Reno and Washoe County here at our location. But, you know, just encouraging, you know, all those demographics that might not have a because like you said, there are resources out in the community, but there's a lot of populations and demographics that are missed. Yep. Um, and it's it may not be that they wouldn't serve them. It's just the communication of making those demographics or those populations realize that those resources are there. Yeah. And that's why we want to, you know, I think communication and being having the podcast and, and getting other nonprofits involved. That is such an important feat that we need in our community. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's what the show is about is those conversations. Yeah. And um, and we've been doing it. So um, we we we've had a great time doing this for sure. And just, um, having these conversations with other nonprofits on why they do what they do. How many times have we had people in here at good shepherd's clothes closet for our podcast? And we had no idea what they did. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea. We got to learn all about the organization and why so they're true. doing what they're doing. And it happens almost every show, to be honest with you. I, I learned something new almost every show, if not every show, that I didn't know about those organizations. Right. These are people that sometimes I've worked with, like you. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know that. I'm embarrassed after a year, you know, or two years, three years. Oh, I know. I know. So um, I want to ask you then, uh, Chaz, you're obviously very involved in Good Shepherd. Um, so I want to ask you, why Why do you support Good Shepherd? Why do you what what is that main vision what's that main driving force behind you that lights that fire yeah i think you know for me it's my faith and we you know we 
respect everyone's decision to have their own faith views and beliefs and that's what makes america so great but for me i'm a christian and i believe in jesus christ as my lord and savior and for me when i read scripture and i hear you know take care of the least of these and you took care of me you know that's why i'm involved with uh, hospice and end of life care mm. there's not very many vulnerable people more vulnerable than those at end of life yeah and that's why i'm involved with the chaplain corps serving those who are having suicidal ideations or are serving those who serve you know those people those um, first responders or veterans who are in crisis and just providing support um, i believe in providing those basic needs which sometimes can be just presence and loving people mm. it can be you know providing food for them or care at end of life um, another one is clothing. That is a basic human need that can make yeah. such a difference. And when somebody doesn't have a decent pair of clothes, I mean, their whole outlook can be thwarted in, in the darkness, you know? And I think it's such an easy thing to say, hey, I don't care where you're from, who you are, what you're about. I'm just here to love you. Here's some clothes. I just want you to know I care about you as a fellow human. Here's an act of yeah. kindness. And I think that's what really touched me. If I'm being truthful, I had donated a few years before you guys left downtown Reno in the shelter. I did a clothing drive uh, right when I first started working in hospice. And the reason was, is we had a lot of people who couldn't come on hospice because they didn't have a residence mm. and couldn't get that care, but they were homeless. And I saw some really just distraught things down at the shelter, including mm. a gentleman who touched me and he um, not touched me physically, but in my heart. And he was there. He, was released from the hospital. He had a colostomy bag and uh, the hospital would only give him uh, one or two extra colostomy bags. And it was like three miles away from the shelter. And so he would have to walk or get a taxi and he couldn't do it a lot of time because physically he was dying. He had uh, cancer, I believe, and some infections mm. and he kept getting discharged from the hospital. And um, I, I looked at him and he's got this colostomy bag that he can't change. He has feces all over him exploding and causing more infection. And my heart broke. Mm. And I remember uh, I ended up through some of my connections getting extra colostomy bags and delivered them to him because of working, uh, partnering with hospice and some other organizations. Yeah. But I also remember him needing a fresh pair of clothes. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were the Good Shepherds there at that time wasn't open because there was only certain hours and there was nothing. They didn't have any extra clothes. And so anyways, long story short, I did this drive and a whole truckload of, of people on Nextdoor actually dropped. I gave my address. I had to post and post signs. Please stop putting clothes. <laughs> I, I, I filled up half the garage. Literally. I mean, I took, I, I it might've been two truckloads. Wow. I can't even remember. Actually it was because my mm. dad had to follow me in my Jeep. And so anyways, I delivered that down there. And so anyways, hindsight 2020, um, from this point, I came and met you right yeah. through Christopher Dar, but I came down and we did a, a partnership co-marketing event for circle of life. And I just yeah. supported one of your fundraisers and I learned you that that was Good Shepherds and yep. that you guys have been doing this for over 28 years, maybe 26 or 27 at that time. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, this is an amazing cause. I wish I had realized this resource was there for that gentleman. And, you know, I see the difference it makes. I mm. see the single mom come in here and laugh with her kids and the kids are running around and able to pick out some clothes. I mean... That makes a difference. That matters. It really does. And you may just say it's a, a set of clothes, but it's not. It's an experience. It's an yep. encouragement. We can't always fix everything. And as a chaplain, that's the hardest part because we want to fix things mm -hmm. uh, and fix people. But 
what you can do is give them a moment of kindness. Um, you know, holding a door can save a life. Giving a set of clothes can save a life because you might just give them enough encouragement to say someone does care. I can continue on another day. That's a powerful story, man. Yeah. So, um, and you know, and that's part of that too is good shepherds definitely gone through some harder times, yeah. ups and downs, ups and downs. You, you know, you, you see the, you see the numbers and, and but now we're we're really working hard to secure Good Shepherd's clothes closet. So then we're, we're working a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we can't say everything, but we're working a lot of stuff to make we're sure. We're going to say it? No, I'm just kidding. We can't say we're, it. <laughs> working on it. We're working on a lot of things that um, sustain will sustain Good Shepherd's clothes closet for another 30 years. Um, and it, it because it's, it, it's about you, it's about the people coming alongside and making this organization work. It really is because it's a community-based organization. Um, without the community coming alongside us, there is no Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet. I say yeah. that, and, and people are like, ah, does that really matter because Dave's taking care of it? No, no, it's about us. It's about the organization as a whole, as, the, as you coming alongside you. It's about you being a part of this because yeah. this is not just my organization or Chaz's organization or the board's organization or a volunteer's organization. It's also about you giving that dollar. It's about you giving um, a loved one's shoes that may maybe passed away. It's about you um, being a part of it in um, – in all sorts of ways, maybe coming to one of our clothing parties where you can come down and, and, uh, sort clothing. So, uh, maybe just taking one day out of the year. I I mean, I I don't know that there's so much that the community can do because this is a community organization. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, we don't have a silo. We don't have something that's, this is the only population we serve. We really don't. And that was one of our, our, our issues, <laughs> but now I, I actually do believe it's one of our strengths. Oh, it, 100%. It, it used to be one of the things like, well, we don't really have a niche to really get into and to publicize about. But then that's become it was one of our weaknesses, and now it's becoming one of our strengths. And I, I feel the the freedom to say this as president now that I'm president. I'm, I'm very honored, but I will just say, you know, a little bit before you took over, um, looking at the numbers, I mean. This organization was months behind rent. Mm-hmm. We're very lucky we weren't evicted because of our landlords being great people. Um, and they worked with us. And, you know, we've been able to pay all that back thanks to all of you and get back on track and raise mm-hmm. funds. Um, but people like Kim, um, Robin, and Larry, people made sacrifices. Yeah. And they came together. And we, now we have an amazing board. Um, but that only happened because you guys got involved. Yep. And we got the word out that we needed that. But that wasn't that long ago, depending on no. when this is released. <laughs> I mean, that was a little over a year ago, maybe two years. Yeah. And so really, it is very fragile. This is a much-needed resource that is heavily utilized in our community. And so I only say that to say, you know, just because we're doing some exciting things and we have gotten some support doesn't mean we don't need all of you guys to get involved who can uh, to contribute, whether it's uh, the 600 for at $20 a month that sponsors a family. Thank you, Larry. It's a great point that sponsors one family a month. Um, Or maybe it's, uh, you know, you know, bringing your daughter or son or your family down to do one day a month to sort clothes, sharing this podcast. Um, You matter. It all makes a difference. And we all need to just come together and contribute what we can. And I guarantee that the impact is going to last generations. Yeah, I agree. And you know, and just telling a friend that, I mean, 
just Chaz even just sharing that story he had no real idea what Good Shepherd was at that point and that yeah. breaks my heart because there was a resource for that gentleman there was something to help him but in and you know a, a big part of our move and everything else that we've already talked about a little bit on the show was um being here has helped us a lot being able to organize and we had a board that really focused in at that time it was pre dave and Chaz that really focused in on the organizational piece um, and said, no, we need to make sure that we don't have a big pile in the back that can't be sorted. We need those clothing on the floor. So they worked out on how to, on processes and stuff. So, I mean, huge shout out to uh, Dale Anderson and other board members, Mary Anderson and other board members that were a part of that process. Yeah, kept the mission and dream alive. So, and, and because I, I was able to walk in and the processes were there. The only thing as the new executive director that I really wanted to focus on was getting the word out because how many times, like your story, how many times people said, I have no clue. I've I've heard the name. I have no clue what is happening there. And when I walked in, I thought it was a nice, super nice, like boutique thrift store. And I was like, oh, and then I realized, I mean, the biggest piece that shocked me was you don't sell. We don't sell clothes at all. Zero. And so it's $70,000 at thrift store prices. Like if you walked into Goodwill or Savers and bought $70,000 a close, we're, we're over giving that much every single month. And, and then with the dignified shopping experience, there is no other organization like that. I'm sorry. It, It is a beautiful thing. We have lots of great partners, but it is a one of a kind mission and our community needs that pillar so we need to continue to move forward and, and strengthen the foundation and and also start to grow and outreach into those micro closets that mm-hmm. we're starting to launch because that's like you always say going to meet people where they're at yeah so definitely just share share this with a friend or you're sitting down with coffee this is a great subject to talk about have you heard of good shepherd do you know what they do they give away clothes for free what really and that that's a great conversational piece to have with your friends it really is and it's a fun cause to get behind um all of the events we're doing all of the things that we're we're working hard to be out in the community yeah. that has been as executive director that's been my push and will continue to be my push getting that word out continually until everyone knows what Good Shepherd's Close Closet is it, because it, it, it matters. It really does matter just having that knowledge of of what this organization is about and about how it doesn't matter who that person is. Whoever needs help will help them. <laughs> we absolutely. will help them. And that's that's the idea. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a great show. We were going to cover the Great Basin Chaplain Corps as a resource, but as you can see, we didn't even plan that. That's what I love about our podcast is it's conversationalist sorry, conversational. And we just kind of talk. And I, I don't know if you could tell, but hopefully you could see our passion just talking about Good Shepherd's Clothes Closet. It took the whole show because we really believe in the cause. We see it. Um, I don't see it every day, but I get to see it through hearing from you and when I am in the store. But it, it is truly remarkable. Please get involved. Please uh, get behind us. And together we can accomplish really great things. Yeah, please visit uh, getclothes.org um, for all the information. And um, you can always find us on Spotify, Facebook, um, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast. Just type in Community Cares. We pop up. We help 700 people a month, no matter what. We're asking you to come alongside and help one. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.